Good evening, Leveled Up lovers. Welcome to my first live interview in quite a long time. Today, we are here to learn how tonight's guest can help men and their women learn how to unlock their sexual creative fire. I'm Leah. I am a Leveled Up Love leader where we are at the intersection of helping you create your relationship by design through heart-centered communication, and sacred sexuality. Now, wherever you're dialing in from, I would love for you to drop a hello, uh, tell us where you're dialing in. Be sure anything we say that you like, drop a comment, a heart, or a wow. And I can't wait to introduce tonight's guest. This has been a long time coming. So please meet Ayal. He is a tantric life coach and international authority on sexuality and female orgasm. He is the mastermind behind Intimate Power, where he shows people how to use their sexual energy to unlock their creative potential. And he is the author of an amazing book called Orgasm Unleashed. <laughs> there it is. And this book is the read that put me on the path to sacred sexuality and learning how to heal and understand my body from trauma and expand my worlds of pleasure in order to create the pleasure and the life that we want. That's what this is all about. So please welcome Ayal. Thank you so much for joining tonight. Good uh, evening and good morning from uh, <laughs> from Bali, Bali, Indonesia. It's uh, quite uh, and it's quite the morning over here. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I have a plant in the background, so I can. I'm almost there. <laughs> good, good. I have to tell you, uh, with your course, when I was watching, probably the most wonderful thing were these sounds of the exotic birds that I had never heard before. That was just wonderful. So and it's, and it's, and it's funny. It's sorry to interrupt you. It's funny no. that my perfectionist, my perfectionist side was like, oh, oh, it's like there's too much sounds <laughs> in the background, and I need to like go to a studio. And then people start saying, it's like, oh, it's so beautiful to hear the like the birds and stuff. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, that, that's one thing. And the second thing, thank you for the introduction, and um, uh, I'll be happy to use to quote you on the. <laughs> yeah, Orgasm Unleashed has been your introduction to, sexu to sacred sexuality and a portal to your body and all of that. I'm like, wow, yeah, that's, that's beautiful. I'll, I mean, I can remember the exact place and time I was where I decided to download it to my Kindle um, after my relationship coach told us that there was more than one type of orgasm. I was like, what? What, what do you... What do you mean? <laughs> and I, I read it and my mind was just blown open that there was an entire world of pleasure waiting for me. And I actually found it when I was separating from my ex where we had had a number of issues in the intimacy department. And I really, neither of us had been fulfilled in about six years. And I had only been able to experience clitoral orgasms using a vibrator. So, you know, I had to scrape my jaw off the floor when I read that there are something like eight different kinds of orgasms for women. No, dozens. Dozens, right, because they can all be blended yeah. and, and that they can be used to stoke your creative fire. And I I just, the connections made that, that night were really life-changing. So I credit you with that entirely new path. So, Al, why do you think that more people don't know this information that we have such a confining experience when it comes to intimacy? 
That's a great question. Why do why do people don't know more about this? And there's there's many reasons. Um, I have an article we can we can uh, link in the in the comments uh, later, sure. which is called which is called <clears throat> Are We Sexually Repressed and Don't Know It? By the way, I'm mm -hmm. I'm um, I'm a bit um, my 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 voice is a bit hoarse because I've shouted like crazy yesterday <laughs> in an ecstatic. So. Um, so yeah, that's that's my uh, sexy voice. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, sexuality. Um, society is sexually repressed. So we have this, mm. or people have this um, um, illusion that you know we are sexually liberated, and you can now buy you know sex toys and vibrators, and there's like, yeah. um, you know, the pill brought a lot of a lot of uh, freedom, which is which is great, and. You know, it's like we're sexually active. We do things. There's there's parties. There's this and that. And uh, even in the tantra world, you know, and actually, it's there's a lot of repression. There's self repression. There's other repression, and you just look need to look at the symptoms. The porn industry is a symptom of the problem. It's a problem by itself, but it's also a symptom because um, I don't watch porn. I sometimes I sometimes you know. I'm like, okay, let's find something interesting. It's like I hardly ever find anything interesting. You know, it's like it's not <laughs> yeah. Once you have really good sex life, or even once you have really good sex life with yourself, that is like is like watching um yeah, it's like it's boring. It's like I'm trying to get aroused. It's like I'm not getting aroused from this, you know? It's, it's like, like watching the Jersey Shore right after watching Breaking Bad. <laughs> it's just they're different planes of and no judgment, but um I know what you mean. Yeah. Porn yeah. completely lost its flavor for me once I started having more heart and spiritually expansive intimacy, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's a so really that's, great. So that's point. one thing. Uh, porn is a symptom of the problem, um, and the other thing is that is that sex is where sex and sexuality same thing. Sexuality is the big field. Um, it holds a deep first year wounds and deepest everything everything comes mm. up maybe it doesn't come up in uh, <clears throat> in the 5.4 minutes that it takes uh, uh, an average man to ejaculate <laughs> but once you start making love for longer and once you start making love with yourself and once you start really going deep into this deeper into this rabbit hole you start to see that um, there's a lot there and you know there's also views that you know there's the powers to be and there are repressing this because sexuality is a freeing force, is a freeing practice, is a freeing uh, thing to do in your life. So once you start practicing conscious sexuality, um, you start to become more conscious about other things as well. And you start to become empowered about, about your own ability to create the life that you want, to live the life that you want, and to really make be the change that you want to see in the world. And again, I'm not subscribing to the Conspiracy theories and just saying we have parts of ourselves that are putting shutting ourselves down because mm. we are afraid of our own light and our own power Okay, so so I would always start looking at the repression internally Okay, and then you know there's like the there's like the um, organized religions and the religions are anti-sexual and um, as America as much as it wants the state as well as much as you want to they want to pretend that they are all you know advanced and and liberal they're right. actually puritan okay yeah. so it's like the puritan in the same way that england is puritan in the same way that australia where i live is puritan you know so it's like you can yeah. say we are sexually repressed and we don't know it <laughs> and you know that's a really interesting point is walking down this path of 
open relating and sacred sexuality, I've had to examine a lot of internal shame. And sometimes I do wonder about what would happen if people really truly liberated themselves from within and started making love to themselves. I love how you phrase that, you know, what would happen to the age of conformity where right now it's prized to blend in to the masses and there's an element of control there. So <laughs> anyway, so you are <laughs> and now and now ladies and gentlemen and <laughs> for the good news. on a lighter note. <laughs> um so in the in the spirit of learning to make love to yourself and also to each other. You are launching this new course called Awaken Her Pleasure. I would love for you to tell us who exactly this course is designed for. Um, so it's designed for both men and women, you know, on the surface it's for, for men, but usually I ask women and uh, you can you can share your experience if you like. Have you ever had a man, you know, that kissed you too fast, that touched your boobs too fast, too hard, no. straight for straight for the nipples, <laughs> uh, you know, um, immediately tried to finger you, you know, to, to stick his fingers in his in in your vagina, you know, like, and also penetrated you too fast, and you know all of that stuff ever happened, you know, yeah. once, twice, doesn't. Um, so yeah, I hear I hear this from many women, and and honestly, it's like I I used to do these mistakes as well, and sometimes still do. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sitting here not as some you know enlightened expert. I'm still on the same journey that I take people through. Okay, and I'm still working on similar stuff. So I heard I made a love a lot. I don't have you know a a um, master's degree in sexology or anything. I just made love a lot, and, <laughs> and I started real world yeah, you experience. Know, <laughs> you know, field work. I like to like to say, <laughs> yeah. And um, and yeah, and also it wasn't just a numbers game. It was for me. It was like, how can I, you know, connect with this woman, pleasure this woman, make this woman feel safe, you know, have not just a good fuck, but a really deep experience. Okay. Mm. Sometimes it was just a fuck, you know, to be honest. But but yeah, many times it was deeper. And um, and yeah, women start sharing this with me and says, Ah, you should become a sexual healer. You should offer and teach this to other other people. This is so. This information comes both for the women that I was with, the women that I worked with as a sexual healer, mm. um, friends, colleagues. You know, so so I learned a lot about this. And what I what I saw with men, because um, this this uh, online workshop, this course is based on um, on a weekend workshop that I used to hold and I still hold sometimes, um, which teaches men how to awaken female pleasure, awaken women's pleasure. Mm -hmm. And also in that workshop, and when I worked uh, privately with men, they always touch women too fast, too direct, too hard, too intense, and with no sensitivity. And, and by the way, when I say men, uh, women do the same. As you, I'm just sure. focusing now on, okay? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> women, women have run the same dynamics as, as men do. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why, by the way, the course is good for men and women because it teaches people how to touch people and just... You know, for 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 simplicity, I call it awakening female pleasure. But you can say it's awakening the the female, um, the feminine within us. Right. So the program is both for men and women, singles and couples. If you're not in a relationship right now, get the program, start practicing, and you might attract somebody who resonates on a higher level than than the people that you've been attracting mm. uh, until now. Okay. Um, if you wow. if you think your partner is not up to it, you know, get the program and. One of the things that I share is that 
is that women try to teach men and tell them what to do. And this is not the right, <laughs> this doesn't work. Yeah. Okay. Men um, want to have need to, to learn. learn how to seduce him, how to, how to hint, you know, and which is also to say to be the feminine. Because if you go, if you go masculine to masculine, there's repulsion. If you go directness to directness, which is what the masculine is, it doesn't work. Okay. So, so yeah, that's, uh, you know, I, I'd love to expand on what you're saying. It's making me reflect because, you know, when I first met my partner, uh, Shai, and it was my first experience opening up, you know, I had come from a place where I had had porn sex and it died down during my marriage. And, you know, I was capable of having that kind again. Um, it was loving but it wasn't touching, it wasn't helping me meet astral planes or anything like that, or have downloads and such. And, you know, I'm just thinking that as I've, as we've expanded our spiritual sexual practice over the last few years, I've actually gotten much more picky about the type of man that I want to engage with, where, you know, even dating recently some folks that are so sweet and so wonderful and yet it's not calling to me at all because there simply isn't that experience there already or an interest or that kind of blueprint like the erotic blueprint by Jaya not that blueprint to venture into those waters and I'm just finding myself completely uninterested <laughs> and sharing my body in any capacity that doesn't either want to help teach and learn or and grow in that way. And yeah. I think that every woman deserves, every person deserves that if it's what they want. You know, and that's what I appreciate about your exactly. work. Exactly. And the same for men, you know, I, I, I am happily quite genderized in my work and I'm also one of the things that I've, I've realized for myself and I bring that that everything that you just said for you as a woman and generally for women is true for me as a man you know so back in the day I mm -hmm. would in, I would happily engage with more women now it's like there's less and less women that I actually want to engage with and my feminine like when she notices something she's going like no fucking way <laughs> you know it's like I just I just had yeah. I, I dance a lot I dance nearly every day and I had to dance in a quite a sexual space uh, sexual dance floor and this woman is just like grabbing and 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 kind of like her body is like jerking in like so intense way and they're like and i'm like no no she's a beautiful beautiful intelligent sexual you know horny as fuck you know really you know, there's a part of me which goes like oh you can have her you know it's like you no know, my cock gets hard mm, right my heart closes down you know so it's like i know that if she's going to get closer to my to my penis my penis is going to hurt if she if she treats him like this okay and my heart is going to hurt if she's just in that wildness which is totally disconnected from actually from from presence and from connection okay so so yeah very true for and i hear that by, by the way uh, for many men as well so so and and tantra is one of the things to blame by the way it's like many women you know go into this you know, mm -hmm. so the supposedly tantric things, and they just they just become more disconnected from their body. You know what you're saying is so interesting because two of our very close friends, um, 
Dominic Cortuccio and Brian Stacy. They run an event in New York City every month or so called The Discerning Dick. And it was inspired by Dominic's experience where the elements of his body were changing and what they were communicating to him about intimacy. And he thought, was something wrong with him? Is he just aging? Uh, had doctors and this and that. And suddenly, you know, he and Brian started to realize that some of these changes might be a self-awareness that's the, of a connection that's now happening between your cock and your heart. The same way where I'm only realizing very recently how to reconnect my yoni to my heart and how to listen to her voice, you know, because of a tantric practitioner I'm working with as well, he made me realize I've had no language for deciphering her voice and desires until yeah. very recently. And um, I, yeah. it's, it is fascinating just enabling that connection, what's possible. Beautiful. So, you know, the people that will take this course, what will they be able to do that maybe they weren't able to do before, even if maybe they've dabbled in Tantra here and there? <laughs> um, if they, especially if they dabbled in Tantra, they, they really need this course. Um, <laughs> yeah, I see, I see so much dysfunction in the Tantric world. And, you know, I was, I was the source of some of this dysfunction in the, in the past, and I've, you know, learned um what people would be able to do when they when they get this course and watch it and practice um is to first of all know how to relate better with themselves so men usually come and i know because i used to be a man a man came to me a few years ago i was i was doing what was then called yoni massage sexual healing and so on and he told me he told me i know but i know about this technique and i know about this technique what else do i need to know and i'm like <laughs> uh there's a whole body around that vagina there's a soul of a woman mm -hmm. inside that body where do you want it to start there's a soul you know? so, so women men are technical men are like you know give me the, the the three step give me the five step you know you see this by the way in women's magazines which is another testament to how you know masculinized women have, have Osmo. Um, exactly you know and and you know men care about the techniques and they they it's like men see details. Um, it's like they're like, what point to press? You know, what routine to follow? The button. <laughs> it's like a user <laughs> manual for a car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same like the same like women use vibrators. You know, it's like I have a goal. I'm going to switch it on. Going to get my orgasm, and that's it. You know, done. Mm. I literally feeling like done. Um, so I get men first of all to connect with themselves to connect with the intention. Why do you even want to connect with a woman? Why do you even want to have sex? Mm. Okay, it's like what's, what's there? I get them first of all to relax. And relaxation has been one of the, the deepest practices that I'm still, you know, learning myself and still teaching to others. Okay, before the whole, you know, people are fucking lifting, you know, coconuts and whatever chandeliers with their vaginas. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> I, would like your, I would like your vagina to be relaxed. Mm. Okay, so it's the same thing with men, you know, they do these kegos and they read Matakchia's book and they fuck up their, their whole system because they do a, they do a, a um, practice which literally hurts their erection, hurts their prostate, hurts right. their, their, their actual tissues. Okay. Can you describe um, that, that practice? Oh uh, yeah, when, when men like miss the point of no return and they are 
they are going towards ejaculation and then they they press the the what's called the million dollar point between the the balls and the and the anus okay the perineum okay you can also do it by squeezing your muscles and again i i did i, I would say you know safely i would say all of the mistakes that i teach and i still do some of them okay so i used to do that <laughs> and and that practice hurt me and it hurt you know mm -hmm. colleagues of mine friends of mine who were doing that right. okay so that's an example of of like being technical and not being attuned to your body okay mm -hmm. so so right. yeah being relaxed connecting to your presence connecting to your love connecting to your cock which is by the way where, where our energy and our you know center actually is you know so we talk a lot about you know the heart you know for men but also as a man we need to connect very much to our cock first right um and i i wanted and to connect with, oh sorry go, <laughs> go <ahead. laughs> and then to connect with the woman and to really understand that pleasuring her is not when you get in bed with her and when, when you start touching her, pleasuring her, connecting with her starts even before you meet. It starts from the first second that you actually, you know, see each other. It, it starts from, you know, there's a, there's a one hour video uh, which is called Sensual Hug. And mm -hmm. in that one hour video, I, I share all of the principles around connecting with a woman or another person. Okay, this works also for same sex um couples and i'm i'm speaking you know i'm heteronormative because not because but my experience is such okay right. but it can be used by by anybody regardless of of sex and gender sure. um and i get people to connect to themselves and each other through the body and to feel each other's body so mm. so yes there are techniques and yes there's routines and yes there's you know funky points that you can press around the body and so on but first of all, it's the principles that you need to learn. Because once you have the principles, you can use them in everything. So, so to answer your question, once somebody watches the program, they will be able to not just pleasure with pleasure a woman or pleasure a person, they will be able to connect with them on a deeper level. Mm. They will be able to make them feel safe and seen and held. And they will be able to connect with themselves better. Because the only way for you to connect with another person is for you to connect with yourself. So that's wow. so that's kind of like the, you know, and then you know, obviously facilitating you know orgasmic states and multiple orgasms and whole body orgasms and out of body experiences, and female ejaculation. Female ejaculation is kind Cirque of like so uh, <laughs> it's kind of like you know we're waving the flag of you know female ejaculation and now people are really you know attached to this Squirting. and yeah yeah and the pro the program doesn't even cover specifically. Uh, penetration you know because it's just about everything that you do before you penetrate wow. but i teach principles that people can use and I, I say this a lot in penetration okay so if i mm. <clears throat> talk about the pause you know which is whenever you go somewhere whenever you do something new pause wait feel connect to the eyes breathe together see what you're feeling mm -hmm. in your body notice what your partner is feeling and you're doing all of this while you act literally pause don't move this is something that you can do when you kiss this is can and should do when you kiss this is something that you can do when you hug this is something that you can do you know while you're taking somebody from behind and pulling their hair mm. oh okay yeah, so it's not like it's not just fluffy you know new agey <laughs> Uh, whatever sexuality like we can be raw and we can be wild and we can be right. intense but one of the things that i i got reflected for women is that is that is the ability to hold softness and subtle subtlety subtleness 
together with intensity, because otherwise the intensity is just is literally violent. No? Oh, so anyway, that's. Uh, I can't agree more. Sorry. I think there's, especially, uh, I watched a video by Layla Martin, who is another um, sex educator, and she talked about the four seasons of women's arousal, where we have to stop hating ourselves when our libido drops and think that something's wrong with us. It's just that we've entered a winter and then we shouldn't be afraid of that heat and that fire and that desire to be taken and pushed against a wall and tossed around and have our hair pulled back like that when we enter that summer phase. And I agree with you, I don't, I don't want to give up any of those seasons, but I agree that Whereas entering some of those phases before for me felt more about performance and impressing my partner and less about truly connecting with them and feeling like we had moved to a deeper place than we had been before yeah. rather than checking off a box. Um, yeah. So I'd love to uh, call can, out. Can a I, can I, um, oh, yeah, sure. Can I uh, relate to this? And again, it's like yeah. you can, uh, you can. Um, I can always relate to, to everything in this uh, field. So first of all, mm. Leila Martin was my first client and I was her first sexual healer. She wrote about <laughs> my book, you know, it's wow. like, yeah, we, have, we, go, we go a long way together, literally world. A, de a, dec a decade, you know? And wow. yes, I'm very happy to see where, where she's at and stuff. Um, what you said, I, I'm really happy that you said, you know, it's like, it's important that it's not performance because I see so many people, men and women, <clears throat> like they think they do like the wild thing, but they're doing the wild thing. They're doing it. Okay, rather than, than being it. in, you know, so I'm, I'm with a woman and suddenly she's like doing this, this <laughs> stuff that she's doing, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, it's like, like, hello, you know? Um, and because the same thing with- trained by porn the same way that men are, right? Yeah. Porn or Tantra or Tantra retreats. Mm, no. <laughs> you know? so the okay. same thing, you know, yeah. it's, 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 I've I've seen it a lot, and and you know people play with BDSM, and you know mm -hmm. some forms of BDSM are good, but a lot of BDSM is comes from dysfunction, comes from mm -hmm. comes from playing something rather than actually being in that energy. Playing a role. So I don't need I don't need to use ropes. I have a lot of respect for Shibari. I don't need need to use ropes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like they can be a submission domination. You know, which is natural and beautiful and healthy. Mm, you know, and. And then you know we can we can get into a state of flow where there's no there's no guide there's, there's no follower there's no leaders there's no follower okay but but that throwing somebody against the wall you can throw them you can do really really subtle things as a man mm -hmm. and your woman would totally like um, melt and dissolve and I'm not talking even like um, 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 poetic literally she will be melting. Literally, her vagina will be melting. Literally, her body will be melting. Her consciousness will be melting. And that's what I mean about, about it's not about the techniques and, you know, where you, yeah. So there's, there's the subtlety, which is one thing that I, I one of the things that I got from uh, one of the many people that I worked with, Sasha Cobra, is, is really, really important. Excellent. Well, I, I want to take one moment and just um, say hello to some of the, folks that have joined. So we have our leveled up love leaders, Shai and Chrissy actually. And um, Shai had a beautiful comment. He said, the heart, the cock, the yoni, the mind, the spirit, all one. 
So I think that captures the essence. And um, our other leader, Chrissy, she wanted to point out that it appears your cock is crowing. So <laughs> it's, sorry, it appears what? That your cock is crowing. I love that I get to repeat that. That's uh, even more embarrassing. Crowing or growing? <laughs> well, it depends. <laughs> But um, anyway, it looks like Brianna has joined Tegan. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining tonight. So, you know, one of the first philosophies that I was surprised to learn in your book, and it's carried over for both men and women, is that men and women both have a sort of energetic ejaculation of their spiritual life, of their um, energetic life force. So the same way that when men ejaculate, they're releasing life force, explode, what you call explosive clitoral orgasms also can expel the life force of women. Now, I haven't been able explosive, to- Explosive, specifically, yeah. Not yeah. Clitoral, more explosive, yeah. Right, so, you know, I haven't yet been able to experience a vaginal orgasm and I have clitoral orgasms, but I've tried to kind of be mindful and retain that energy and circulate it as best as possible. So what's your position on that? Can they be a healthy, you know, complement as more in what you call implosive practices are learned? What's your take on that? Um, I, I, I only heard a little bit of what you, uh, what you said because of the, because of the internet, but and I kind of oh, like filling, okay. filling in the gaps. Um, so yeah, this has been one of my one of my first first in many amazing realizations when I got into tantra in, in 2005, um, and the idea of implosive and explosive. Okay, so so yes, when a man ejaculates, um, like he loses the energy, he loses erection most of the time. You know, falls asleep. I was right. you know, age 20, I could go <laughs> five, five times in a row, and not 20. You know, and it changes, you know, and the same thing for a woman. Some women are able to go again, again from mm -hmm. clitoral stimulation, clitoral orgasm. But many women will share, oh, my clit feels hypersensitive and I don't want it to be touched. And um, sometimes they would feel kind of like done, kind of like, okay, I had my orgasm, but I don't want to continue. So I'm kind of like satisfied and to some level. And, but also they would sometimes share that they feel that they are dissatisfied, like they thought they're going to get something, but they haven't. And same thing with ejaculation. They're like the buildup is beautiful, but ejaculatory orgasm for men is like five seconds, seven seconds, ten seconds, maybe. Yeah. You know. Um, and this is because we are losing the sexual energy instead of channeling it, instead of circulating it in our body and with our partners and in with the world, we're basically like losing it. Mm. So so it's really important. And again, it's there's nothing wrong about the clit. We love the clit. There's nothing wrong about his orgasms. I'm I'm just always asking. Is this serving you? Does it actually feel good uh, in your body? I see. You know, that's it. And um, and I heard it from so many women. I don't know. I don't know by now. I know thousands of times, uh, thousands of accounts of how how this kind of like quick rubbing feels to them, physically, emotionally, mentally, energetically. They sometimes feel it the next day. Very similar to men. Okay. Rubbing one out. Rubbing one out exactly. You know, I need to I need to fall asleep. You know, yeah. you know? <laughs> right, right. There's addiction. There's addiction. You know, I heard from one of my colleagues. She was in a kind of like low time in her life, and you know, guess what? She was she was having dozens of this 
this shallow orgasms and she said i don't even feel like i'm any pleasure i just feel mm -hmm. like like some like there's an energy drop okay so the other kind of of orgasms which is a whole world of orgasms it's called implosive implosive means we are cultivating the energies and then the sexual energy and then we are allowing it to implode within our body which makes it to keep going on within our body and again with our partner and generally with our creativity career spiritual practice community and, and everything else around um and that comes from from recognizing the sexual energy and that comes from riding the wave rather than <clears throat> rather than just you know going for it and it's the same thing you know in gratification the same thing with recognizing that you know i really love chocolate but if i would have as much chocolate as my you know primal body tells me to you know it's like i'll probably have too much yeah so it's about recognizing that that desire and just surfing it and then while you're able to surf it you you are through the body you're getting beyond the body which is one of the definitions of tantra mm -hmm. okay and this is a very empowering practice for your creativity for your empowerment for your relationship and yeah please I love that so much. It's that again, becoming mindful of what's happening. And as I tried to become more mindful with my own practice, I was trying to like practice sex magic and try to manifest things and wish for things in that moment. So for me, you know, I've struggled with chronic urinary tract infections as a result of intimacy, which is kind of what closed things off, <laughs> closed, uh, uh, shut down the well for me for a while. And, you know, when I would orgasm, I would wish for healing. I'd be like, I wish for healing. I wish for healing. But what I realized only recently was that the act itself was what was scary. And I had to believe that the act itself would heal me. So now when I orgasm, rather than saying, I want this thing I don't have yet, I'm envisioning that the act is actually the healing process that I'm attempting to manifest. So um, using that as a tool for manifestation, you know, and embodying what you are, it, I think it's called morphic resonance, where when you act like something's happened already, it will happen. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So that's wonderful. So you mentioned one of the benefits of uh, this kind of healing is about healing trauma. What, um, what was that about? That really surprised me, the idea that women are holding traumas inside of our vaginas, you know, and this is a way to actually help release them. Yeah. So <clears throat> the body remembers and, and mm. it's, uh, I also want to say, it's like, I really appreciate that it's, you're not holding this as some, you know, theoretical interview, but you keep sharing stuff from your own life leah which is what makes this brings a depth into oh, this conversation you. <laughs> you know, so that's you know and then i can relate to what you're saying so in, mm. you're not just you know you're not just uh, uh you know tv anchor you know asking me as they so that's, <laughs> that's really, really i appreciate cool. that and um and yeah and what you shared about about um uti many women get uti when their body is actually body and higher intuition is actually either saying no to the partner uh, or it's a manifestation of guilt and shame around sexuality yeah you know so so the body kind of like is trying to tell you like don't do it which sometimes you need to listen to and sometimes you need to actually push through 
and these are, they are different different things. You know, so some women with, with their trash, uh, with their yeast infection, and actually, and actually, they need to, you know, be aware of their body, not push it too much, but basically say to the body, no, I actually, I'm sure that I want this partner, and this anti-sexual, repressed, um, puritan, traumatized victim, whatever part of me is trying to have me not to to open up sexually. So you really need to wow. to see which which one that is. And this is why, you know, people sometimes say it's like, oh, I contradict myself. And I don't remember uh, what poet it was that says, you know, yes, I contradict myself because I contained I contain multitudes. You know, so that's the thing with tantra. It's not a black or white thing. You know, it's like it might be this and it might be completely different. So this is where healing comes through, you know, and um, true for people, men and women, and we hold trauma, emotions, everything is in the body. Okay, I'm, I'm aware, like I have some, you know, I had like neck issues and shoulder issues and I went to osteos and they would, you know, fix it and a few days I'll be okay and after a few like days I'll again have the, the, the pains. It's because I was doing this out of, out of tension and out of emotionality and out of whatever. And I'm through the years, I keep bringing awareness to this, and this becomes better. So um, the body literally remembers everything that ever happened to you, everything is cells. And this is why, especially in, in during sex, the, the, the vagina remembers a lot of things related to sex. And it's not just obviously, you know, there's, there's a lot of sexual abuse and, and, and rape and so on. And it's sometimes it's even, you know, a partner that you love, that you had full consent to penetrated you before you were fully ready because you're not empowered enough to tell him mm, or not wow. even aware enough to tell him you know i had sometimes women tell me it's like fuck me and i'm like i don't feel that your body's ready wow that's amazing you know? so the mind wanted it yeah you know so 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 the I, body remembers i, yeah, I can definitely relate that you know even with my most recent tantric body work session he was hearing something that I wasn't. And when he was speaking to me, what he thought he was hearing, it was like a voice shouted in my head, like, listen to me, I don't want him near you. And I was like, but I paid for this. <laughs> my rational brain was arguing with this yeah. voice and she was like, but I don't want it. And it was a real internal battle. And, you know, I think that you've, you've given a, a really valuable tool today where I, I have found it val useful to imagine. I used to hate every part of my body when it would go wrong. I hated my bladder for pain. I hated my breasts when breastfeeding failed. I hated my joints when my Epstein-Barr would kick in. So, you know, instead what I've been trying to do recently is actually make peace with the bacteria in my body, make peace with different identities, so what I think you've given us is we can imagine maybe even during intimacy that when our inner Puritan starts popping up in her little cap and shaking her finger saying, no, 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 you don't deserve that. And this is wrong. And what would your mother say? <laughs> All those voices that I hear, you know, you can tell her like, it's okay. You, I love you. You're a part of me. And I don't need you anymore. So you can, I, I imagine just allowing people to go to sleep. Just, it's time to go to sleep now. Uh, 
I want to relate to this, and I, I kind of like a thumbs up until a certain, a certain <laughs> and again, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so, no, I'm so happy and, and, and excited that you're sharing this because this allows me to share, you know, so vulnerability begets vulnerability, honesty begets honesty. So I've been doing a lot of work on myself through the years, and now I'm, I'm doing weekly, I'm receiving weekly psychotherapy, and, and one of the things that's, that's coming up is that these parts of us, instead of saying, we don't, I don't need you anymore, says, you know, so you, you started, you said, I see you, and basically I love you, I accept you, and I know that you're trying to, to do something to help me. You just haven't been, you just maybe a five-year-old part, you're a 10-year-old part yeah. that believes that you're in risk, that believes that you're in danger, that believes that you need to do something, prove something, you know, and actually, let me update you that I'm actually you know, a grown woman or a grown man, and I'm not in that danger anymore. I'm not in that relationship anymore. I'm not with that parent anymore. I'm not with yeah. that bully in school right. anymore. Right. You know, I'm not in that country anymore. I'm not in that war anymore. I'm not being raped right now. You know, it's like, because obviously there's a big parts that come in every, in every traumatizing experience. And then saying, I know that you have gifts for me, actually. I know that you've served me throughout these years as well. And, and so first of all, also, what is the thing that you're hiding? You know, so in parts mm -hmm. therapy, there's, wow. we call them a protector. And then what you're hiding is called the exile. And then my exiles are coming up. And, you know, I have a, a sweet, innocent, cute, very feminine, loving uh, part inside me that I've been you know suppressing and hiding for years and putting this you know bravado you know tantra teacher whatever you know and yeah and when that this young young part is 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 recognized the protector that's been protecting from this because because my protector says it's not it's not <clears throat> it's not safe for you to express this Okay, you'll be attacked, you'll be ridiculed, you'll be judged, you'll be, you'll be uh, not accepted, you'll be ostracized, uh, what's the word? excommunicated, ostracized, thank you, you know, so, so we need to, to accept the protectors that have been doing some work yeah. for us, and then we can give them a slightly different job. Yes. You can say, okay, I understand. It's like maybe you are the one that's keeping my boundaries. Maybe the, you are the one mm -hmm. that is, you know, I'm a very much, you know, a doer. And I'm like, okay, like now you'll be my virtual assistant. You know, it's like, okay, <laughs> while I'm meditating in the morning, you can, you can rest. <laughs> but not in my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, you know, this Byron Katie's work is amazing. And one of what I realized, thanks to my, my very amazing, um, a psychotherapist is that it's still everything is about doubt 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 you know everything is also the spiritual spiritual world spiritual communities do that a lot oh love and light everything is perfect you know yes but i sometimes fucking want to kill someone right you know so so let's let's own that let's recognize that and let's see okay do i actually want to kill someone or what is actually the thing that is that is that is right. there which is underneath maybe i'm just you know, upholding my boundaries, or maybe I'm afraid of my own power, you know? So anyway, that was a, a side note, but a very important one considering what I see in the new age spiritual world. Oh no, I, I think it's so relevant. It's exactly what my relationship coach had told me on a call where she identified a number of identities that would pop up and run my show and she had me name them. So that little flower child that you described 
was named Sunshine. And I locked her away when my second boyfriend destroyed my heart. And my inner vixen BDSM dominatrix locked her up and said, you're getting us in trouble with that big heart. You've got to take a back seat. So I, I, I let this new person run the show until Helga, my big German Frau, who was like, no, 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 no fun for you. <laughs> my, her, she was my Puritan took over. And I, I think I love what you're saying about like recognizing them first, stop hating them and then let, let them stay at your driver's seat, you know, like make a decision, acknowledge them and then allow them to take the back seat or take on the role that yeah and, and use them use them when they need when you need to because they have wisdom and they have right. talents and they have gifts they have a place for sure yeah. and i want to uh, let me see if i can do this i want to highlight a beautiful comment that shy said we must listen with our hearts men we have no right to penetrate or even touch without full bodily consent not just verbal consent yeah. that was a big revelation that we had recently that there's two yeah. different kinds my uh my tantra practitioner um guy shahar called it embodied consent and the body needs to say yes or it's a non-starter yeah. not a match i love that comment and we've had some amazing comments uh, in addition to that so thank you everyone <laughs> can i can i add something can i add something to that you know it's, of course it's always, like, always. I, I always have something to say you know it's like i have uh, i always have something to say so i became you know a, a teacher and a coach and, <laughs> exactly uh you know harness your harness your uh, yeah characteristics mm -hmm. um I, I had a, you know, I sometimes say things in a way, you know, to get people's like attention. And one of the things I said is consent is overrated. Oh, okay. So when I say consent is overrated, I don't say that consent is not needed. Consent mm -hmm. is the basic thing. And people talk about consent. It's a little bit for me, like, well, not childish, but it's kind of like, you know, I, I, I recommend the school of consent, you know, the wheel of consent. They're really good friends of mine. I did their workshops and mm -hmm. consent is really important, but it's kind of like the basic. And there's a level which is deeper than consent, and that level is in the, which I don't hear talked about so often. So consent sometimes is actually what is like a disempower. It can be disempowering. Mm, you know, okay. it's like uh, it's like uh, darling, uh, may I uh, may I kiss you right now? It's may like, I look yes, at John. <laughs> may I, yes, John, you can kiss me right now. Okay. One of the things that I do with my, you know, with my clients, with my workshop participants, with lovers, is is getting to a place that both of us are verbally and non-verbally doing invitations rather than consent. Because for me as a man, it's much nicer to hear, I want you inside me. Okay. Than to ask somebody, than to ask somebody to if I can penetrate. Mm. You know? So I was with come. I was with wow I was with the lover and the lover did something that that literally touches both my heart and my cock, which is like she would take my hand and she would put it on her breast. Mm, okay. You know, because, you know, I've been practicing so much. It's like sometimes I'm you know delaying and and going around and not going straight to it. And she was like, "I want your fucking hand on my breast right now," and she didn't say this. She did this. She did it. And it's the same thing with you know moving your hands. You know, it's the same thing, you know, it's like very, very basic body language thing, you know? So, so if a woman, if a person <laughs> is doing this, it's like, look, look, I'm exposing a part of myself, which is usually like covered. 
okay, and, and for those uh, uh, listening and not watching, I'm, I'm raising my hand. Or, you know, I'm moving my hair, if I had hair to, to one side, mm -hmm. or I'm starting to touch my body. Okay, so these are all um, visual cues. And once, I'm also a dancer, you know, so, so mm -hmm. I dance alone, I dance together with women, I do very sensual dances, I teach uh, sensual couples dance. And one of the things that I tell people, it's not, I don't want you talking on the dance floor. I want you learning how to using your body in order to to invite the person into whatever it is that you are hmm. you are willing and happy and excited to share right now. Okay? So this is what I mean about about full body consent is great and it's the first it's the basic level and afterwards learn how to invite and learn how to listen to invitations. Okay? Cuz sometimes you know because people are very much in their mind and they're playing, you know, some routine that they learned in some fucking tantra course, um, they're not in their body and not actually feeling the other person's body. And by the way, everything that I'm saying, you know, I I do the same mistakes still. <laughs> yeah. I wanna, you know, I I wanna mention that. So yeah, does that make sense? Invitation and not just consent. It it makes perfect sense. Uh, I have a story and a question where. Very recently, we took a Zouk class for the first time. It's like one of these newer forms of intimate dance like Kazumba and yeah. Bachata. And what it amazed me was that the first part of the class was allowing the woman to use her body language to communicate how she wants to be touched, the, the firmness, the speed, the is it flowy is it firm is it light is it hard so she would essentially communicate a vocabulary using her body and the man would just stay still and use his hands to read that and then he would use that vocabulary to speak her language in leading her so i see a lot of synchronicities there but a question i have is you know a lot of men want to lead in the bedroom they want to feel that they're in the driver's seat. And, you know, as a woman, I love to surrender to my partner. I trust him. I, I love being surprised with his actions. So do you ever find as a man, as a rooted masculine man who would like to lead, that if a woman is directing with embodied invitations, that she's overtaking or interfering with that leadership role at all? <laughs> How much time do we have? Uh, um, eight minutes. <laughs> you know, so I've been I've been on this journey for yeah, basically all my life, and specifically, you know, playing with tantra for nearly you know twenty years, and you know, traditional tantra for fourteen years. And over the past few years, I really connected more to my feminine and learned to learn to basically being receptive and feeling somebody is already the feminine. Um, and I also practice. Yeah, different, different things. And one of the things that I experienced and I, I recognized over the past few years is that as a man, as a masculine man, it's natural for me to be in the leading position. And I flow very well with women who um, flow with me. Okay, surrender is a big word, but basically when a woman is receptive, which is another way to say that, okay. and when she doesn't have so much of an agenda of her own, she still expresses herself, so she's not like a starfish. <laughs> okay, but, but everything that I'm, I'm suggesting, she flows and she expresses, and she also allows, she's connected enough to her body to allow herself to, to follow her own body's energy. 
Um, and that flows the best. When a woman is trying to, again, if she needs to assert a boundary or a request and so on, that's great. But many times in BDSM, it's called uh, topping from the bottom. So a woman would, would say, I want to surrender and she would, she would, yeah, so it's being the top, but actually trying to be the top from the bottom, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I can say that this, first of all, it's a turn off. And, and again, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. sometimes like, okay, like something is like, doesn't feel right for you. You have a trigger coming up. Okay. Mm -hmm. But with the women, both on the dance floor and also in bed, which, and also in coaching journeys who are able to not just blindly trust, but at least to consider everything that, that I'm, you know, suggesting and I'm not giving you no orders all the time. It's again, it's through the body. So when I'm moving her in a certain way in a dance or in bed, if she moves with me, that flows and that deepens and that heightens and that expands. Uh, it's like contact improv, uh, sorry, uh, improv comedy. There's, a, there's an aspect called yes and. So instead of saying but, instead of stopping that, saying right. yes, I meet you there. I yeah. also call it match and raise. You know, I match you here and I yeah. also like, I, you know, I open up more. So... But men, the problem, and I've, again, another you know, mistake that I've done, is that I try to lead from my head. You need to lead from your body. And you're not actually leading a woman. You need to follow her. But you're not following her direction. You need to follow where the energy is between you. So a good leader knows how to follow. A good leader knows how to follow, both in right. dance and in bed. So mm. I might have whatever my mind's idea of what I want to write, do right now, but I need to be connected with the woman, uh, with my dance partner, or sometimes with my masculine dance partner, and seeing like where are we at, okay? And again, it's not a mind thing. It's kind of like I relax so much that, that our bodies, that I meet her again where she's at, and then our bodies melt and flow together. So again, men need to being the masculine but be so connected to the feminine the, the part of themselves which is intuitive which is feeling which is sensing the other person that they can guide them from a place of together rather than a place of like i'm telling you what to do which is you know bdsm and the woman needs to be surrendered but empowered enough to allow her energy to move again not be like you okay know, not confined yeah you know and and again that's that's and that's a dance and yes sometimes a woman that i was i would be with she would be more active in either bed or in dance and mm -hmm. as long as it's come from the natural energy flow that's great i love it and you know i usually tend towards soft softer dancing and softer sex but when the energy is matching we can get really intense yeah. but that intensity is very soft and it's very connected it's not hurting any of our bodies um, and it keeps expanding rather than contracting so yes. i hope i hope that makes sense and uh, kind of like that to sum it up in order to be a good leader you need to know um how to follow the energy oh i, I that is really so brilliant thank you for explaining it that way leading by following, <laughs> I love it. And you know, we're we're getting up in time, and I want to make sure we do talk a few more minutes about your amazing course. One of the main questions I had for you is, you know, about your content. You have, in a very specific order, you have 
female orgasm, sensual hugging. I'd never heard of that. The five elements of touch, which I've done and I love, breast massage, yoni massage. And you say that the order of this, going through this order is very important. So can you speak to that, yeah. why that is? Yeah, you know, people, I put yoni massage there because it's important, but I didn't call the program yoni massage because mm -hmm. people get too focused on, again, the technique and the yoni and they don't, they're not breathing and they're not feeling their partner. So this mm -hmm. is why the first modules are there also to inform both men and women watching the program about female orgasm. I'm basically, I'm basically summarizing the book in, in, in those, <laughs> yeah. um, and it's important to understand the principles. So I, I can see stats of how people watch the program and many people, you know, browse through or even skip this first thing because they want to go get to the meat where they see the meat, you know, and it's like, and I keep telling them in the you know intro videos, no, you need to go to the program. It's like I'm taking you by the hand. If you want to trust me, I've been there, I've done the mistakes. It's important to get the principles first. So that like if you only see you know one thing in the program, see the, the sensual hug. And by the way, there's a free preview of the of a few of the things in the program in the in the in the information page of the program, you can find that. Mm -hmm. And um, so yeah, it's really important to understand the principles first. And you need to walk, you need to crawl before you walk and walk before you run and run before you jump and jump before you fly. So if you really want to fly, you know, let's, let's just make baby steps. Um, so yeah, that's, and having said that, you know, even if you, even if, if you only watch the beginning, like the, the, the central hug thing and you don't watch the advanced techniques and so on, you'll still get a lot out of that. Okay. And, I think that's wonderful because you know, I downloaded a long time ago advanced oral techniques and hand techniques. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be so impressive as a lover now. And yeah. I'm sure it was great. But with your sensual hug video, I was like, my God, that is a long time to just be standing together with your hands on your hearts and eye gazing. That's so long. <laughs> but it, it's it's almost harder to surrender into a moment of true quietude and visual intimacy than just paw at each other and penetrate and lick and kiss. It's, it, it, it's almost a raw form of intimacy for me that's been much harder yeah. to release into. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. so we want to we want to connect the three centers or the five centers, not just the sex center. You know, so you want to connect the heart, you want to connect the mind, you want to connect the spirit, connect the will. You know, so yeah, yeah, definitely. And in the program, you know, it's like I, I touch on this a lot. I touch also on connecting to your own pleasure. So we talk about pleasuring the other person. Mm -hmm. There's actually something we didn't even start even talking about, which is which is men try to please women and pleasure women. It's also important to know, you know, how to how to connect to the body and to take pleasure both partners uh how to not just trying to read her signs but ask for what she wants which is you know and um yeah yeah, yeah there's 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 a lot to it beyond uh whatever g-spot or whatever <laughs> the k-spot and and all that stuff so you know as a woman i know that we have very sharp antenna for when men have an agenda or outcome in mind and 
you know, typically men are trained to have some sort of goal and be goal oriented. So, you know, I know I had trouble releasing into pure receiving experiences. And if a woman isn't used to that role, her partner playing that healing, giving role, what can the man do to properly set the stage for her to surrender to this new dynamic between them? Hmm. Drop his idea of his role. Okay. And just connect with her without doing anything for as long as it takes. And it can be minutes, then it can be hours, and that can be weeks. <laughs> you know? So yeah. it's the same thing when I dance and suddenly a woman tries to lead me in the dance, I just pause and I just I'm just there with her. You know, and that's why dance is such a good, you know, analogy. So so again, it's natural for the masculine to have a direction, but when you have attachment to this direction, that's the problem. Okay, so we still, mm. you know, it's like want to have experience in orgasms and connection and love and, you know, spiritual opening and sex magic, but all the time connect to the connection. And if I have an agenda, you know, just pause and don't blame the other person. You know, it's like even women, you know, have sharp antennas and sometimes they give feedback to a man in a way that is totally you know, um, uh, emasculating. Discouraging. Discouraging, <laughs> you know? It's yeah. kind of like, here, you have this problem. It's like, here, your problem. And I'm like, whoa, I know I have this problem, but, you know, yeah. but it's not. Yeah. You know, yeah, please, you know, so so getting back into, if possible, if possible non-verbal conne um, connection, and from that, seeing what unfolds. So maybe you had your agenda as a man, and your beautiful, not even agenda, your beautiful intention to pleasure a woman and to give her a yoni massage and to heal her vagina from the three rapes, two abortions mm -hmm. and uh, one um, one um, cervical remover, you know, which did it that she, that yeah. she uh, experienced. But actually, if you put your hand on her belly from outside and just hold that for half an hour, she would have the biggest healing oh, yeah. experience of her life. So this is what the journey I've been through, which is not about trying to get to those places, stopping women that were like, oh, I want a yoni massage. I'm like, really? Maybe you need something else. <laughs> okay, so really, really connecting to what's alive and what's true and what feels, where's the energy in that moment. And that might be, you know, um, to fuck as well. So it's not just yeah. the, the fluffy, whatever, you know, maybe, you need to get to a level where you, where I do, you know, tie you and to the bed. I don't, again, I don't use ropes, but you know, maybe for somebody else, like that you feel like you can't move and you just have to, you just have to surrender. Mm -hmm. Okay. And maybe you, you're supposed not to have sex for a few months. Yeah. And also really tune into that. And for the woman, Detox, yeah, for the woman, like I said, it's like really get back to the connection to yourself connection to your man or, or woman, you know, who is, whoever is the, the, the leading and the, the directing in that moment and, um, and drop your agenda because women have become so masculinized, masculine in society. So it's really, I mean, I get, you know, they come to, they come to see me. They're like, yeah, I'm successful. I'm this and that. I'm running a business. I'm running a team, you know, and like inside I feel like dry and, make dry, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I uh, I need to go to a breathwork um, uh, ice 
uh, bath experience in the other side of uh, wood. So uh, okay, yeah. well, really, really, really quick for the viewers. Thank you so much for this amazing wisdom, and for the viewers who want to check out your course, which launches in a few weeks, you can go to leveleduplove.com/all awaken and you can drop your name and you'll be the first to know when it launches so really this was such an honor and i'm so glad we made this happen after so long yeah. uh such a huge fan and i'm wishing you all the best with all of your work and i do hope that you'll grace our group again i'll be i'll be honored to and yeah thank you for this interview and i'm really like you know i've taken a few more minutes and i'm like yeah, I love it. I enjoy it. This is this is why I do I do my work. This is why you know it's like it's so nice to have somebody who's like knitting, and that's you know an inspiration for your audience who is putting themselves mm -hmm. out there. You know who's revealing such beautiful, intimate uh, details from their life. Uh, who is also bringing a man to talk about you know female sexuality, which we didn't even address. <laughs> you know, so it's like yeah, thank you for the work that you're doing, and you know giving me you know a microphone and a stage to to share this and I will tell everybody's listening it's like whatever state stage you're in whatever you experience in your life whatever you didn't experience in your life like just by following just this beautiful simple practices you will be able to have so much more and such amazing experiences and such healing and such connection with yourself with others and with life yeah uh -huh. see you soon Thank you so much. And thanks to everyone who joined the amazing comments. And uh, we'll see you soon. Have an amazing evening.